Welcome to the Step Change Podcast from me, Mike Foster, the Entrepreneur's Mentor. Now, my podcast is a series of thoughts to help you with the development of your own business and to make that step change often needed. Because we all know that if you want something different, then it's often a step change that is needed. Now, in this podcast, I'd like to share my thoughts around effective networking for your business. I've personally networked for over 25 years and ran my own networking groups for 12 years after chairing a few others before that, to be honest. So in this podcast, I'd like to share my experience and my observations to help you maximise your networking. Now, I'll share my passion for networking and how I win 95% of my work from this single marketing activity and find all my trusted suppliers in this way. I absolutely love networking and perhaps... I guess part of that will be because it's been so productive for me, but truly because I do love the whole social aspect of networking, the connection with people, and also the support in others. Now, networking is a powerful marketing and business tool that I encourage you to embrace in some way. There are a number of secrets used by business owners to build a powerful network of relationships and sales opportunities. And to kick off this podcast, here's just six of those top six secrets that I'd like to share with you for being effective in your networking. Number one is to be a farmer, not a hunter. Sow those seeds, don't sell to the room, but build a network that wants to sell for you. Then generate business for those that you meet. If you can help generate some business for someone, they'll want to do something in return for a favour for you. Thirdly, I'd you to encourage you to think about being very clear about what it is you want from your networking. How will you measure success, your activity and Will your words replicate that in some particular way? So when you leave a networking event or an um, opportunity, then you know, can you measure the success that you've had? For a group, follow the etiquette of the room. Usually that's based on common sense, but observe and also request information about you know, things like appearance, behaviour, structure, format, etc. And then listen actively show that you're really interested in the people that you're speaking to. It's really clear when I meet people networking that they're not listening. They're looking over your shoulder at the next person that's going to walk into the room. And the sixth tip in this section is to think about following up. Networking doesn't end after the event. It's basically how relevant and effective your follow-ups can be. Avoid those immediate sales pitches that some people try and do. Seek permission to tell them more about your business, and also perhaps add them to your mailing list. Now, some of you will know that I co-own a networking community called the Oxford Business Community Network. And earlier this year, we extended our offering to provide more choice for our members. Um, But before we changed the offering, we wanted to undertake some market research to establish the reasons why people network. So we asked people, what are the reasons why you want to network? And they told us a number of things Proactively, they want to receive referrals and introductions, awareness, meetups, learning, CPD, inspiration, social aspect, um, meeting trusted suppliers, going to some great locations, being part of a community in, in Oxfordshire, that's being part of an Oxfordshire community or being part of a business community, meeting experts, listening to experts, and being membership of something that they value. And I guess we can summarize that into five main categories firstly and i guess primarily it was about winning new business then there was about uh, finding those trusted relationships for collaboration thirdly to find a trusted supplier then to learn something that will help them run their business either from a group session or a one-to-one and the last uh, main category i probably categorize this too 
is around socialising. And that's been especially important over the last 12 months, whether that's socialising online, but just feeling connected at a difficult time. So what is networking? Well, in my view, it's not just the next full English breakfast or twilight drinks event that you're going to. For sure, most people think that networking is just about events, but it's, in my opinion, much more than this and more than ever before it's more because your effective networking is much more than just the events you attend it's about the digital world that we now live in so on wikipedia it states that networking is a socio-economic business activity by which business people and entrepreneurs meet to form business relationships and to recognize create or act upon business opportunities share information and seek potential partners for ventures which i think is a great actual definition and summary of what networking is when I'm asked about networking, I break the word networking down into four key words that I think summarises networking. First of all, network. Identify a network of contacts and business influences that can truly impact your business. They will buy from you, who will refer you to others, those that you have synergy to work with, those that sell to the same market. Once you've identified your ideal network, cast a net over the top of them. So net, cast a net and capture your contacts with the objective of converting them from a nice-to-know contact to an advocate of your business. The third word within networking is work, and this is probably the most important aspect. How can you proactively work on building the relationships and making regular contact with your purpose in mind? And then the last word, if you get your networking right, it can be the king of your networking and your marketing strategy. For sure, networking is about people buying people, not just the labels that we represent. So how do you share your personality and your values during your networking whilst also communicating that you have a solution that they or their connections would need? Now, many people are fearful of attending networking events, perhaps due to the fear of being judged or the worry of public speaking. Now, remember, many fears are false expectations appearing real. So perhaps you have to reframe the meeting for yourself. The purpose, in my view, for the actual networking events themselves is to engage and build on existing relationships or create new connections and find those in the room that lean towards you and want to arrange a one-to-one with you. So at these one-to-one meetings, outside of the actual event, you can actually build a stronger relationship and add more relevant details. And these may be a prospect for you or it could be a potential introducer for your business. Now, I'm assuming you already network in some sort of way and are looking to make this networking more effective for you. So if not, and you'd like some tips on attending your first networking event, then please check out my response on this exact question on my knowledge base Q&A resource in my website. Now, it would not be a valuable podcast for sure if I didn't touch upon the introduction or the elevator pitch, whether that's a 30 seconds, 40 seconds or a 60 second pitch of your introduction to the room. What should it include? Well, in my view, it should be an overview of your business, your solutions to your prospects' problems, and the type of customers that you're looking for. So if I was to give you an example, when I owned a bookkeeping company, I used to say, we support business owners with their day-to-day bookkeeping, giving them back their valuable time, and we specialize in pubs and restaurants supporting businesses such as the Red Lion in Chelsea. Now, what this said was that what and why we did things and the role that we did as bookkeepers, but also who we were looking for in terms of introductions, but not only the type of business, but also a specific that helped paint a picture in the mind of my audience. So the audience knew what it is that we did, 
a benefit to the recipient business that they may introduce us to, um, why we supported hospitality businesses and that we we supported hospitality businesses in some way and asking them if they knew a specific or a similar type of business. Um, And I, I guess don't fear because it's really rare to nail your introduction every single time. So don't worry, just reflect each time and consider what you could tweak or say differently next time. It's test, it's test, and it's test again. The events that you attend may not give you time to introduce yourself to the room, or you may do networking online with social media, forums, groups, as an example. However, in my opinion, have a clear 60-second pitch that enables you to respond to that most common question in the networking environment. So what is it that you do? And on that note, think about asking that question first, particularly when you're in a one-to-one conversation or at an event or in follow-up. Well, why? Well, it's because it demonstrates that you're more interested in them than yourself, plus that you can shape your response to what you learn about the person that you're talking to. As mentioned earlier, for me, the important part of networking is having more relevant one-to-one meetings. They're your opportunity to find out more about people and tell your story in more detail. And quite often I find people shy away from these meetings. Perhaps they feel it's pushy or it takes too much time to either organise or actually attend the meeting. But don't forget, online meetings are much more widely accepted now than ever before. Although, actually, in my opinion, they don't quite create the same connection for this purpose. A question that I often ask my clients to focus on is who should be in your network? Now, for sure, you never know who knows who, but consider who you want to be in your ideal network. So if the room was full of your ideal connections, who would be in that room? And I do this with a mind map with my name in the middle and then connections out to who or the type of businesses that would be good for me to be connected with. Now, I may know some specific names that I'd write down, or it may be the types of businesses that When I do my research, I can establish the types of businesses that are sharing my audience um, and the target customer that I'm trying to attract. And if I just write the type of business down, then I can do further research to establish, well, okay, if it's an accountant, who is the the accountant, the right accountant that I should know, for example. Now, earlier I mentioned that you have to work your network. Now, this is about being proactive with your network connections, keeping yourself front of mind and establishing the factors that engage their interest in you, your business and your solution. So here's what works for me. It's to establish who is serious and who's a game player or who's just interested in selling to me. And it's my scale of one to five. Many business owners have a long list of contacts in their network, usually with the hope of obtaining a referral or a piece of work. So one activity I use and I recommend is to rate your contacts from one to five, this scale of one to five, on the following basis. Firstly, if you've met someone for the first time or it's someone who's nice to know and nice to have in your network, but they're unlikely to refer you in the next 12 months, then they're perhaps a one. A five is a key business influencer. They're an advocate. They're someone who currently refers business to you and they would recommend you by suggestion rather than waiting to be asked if they know someone who does X, Y, Z. A four is someone who's, again, great to know they would refer you, but they'd be reactive in that referral. So therefore, they'd have to be asked, first of all, in terms of whether they knew someone who does X, Y, Z. And then your two or three. A two is a nice to know, and they could possibly refer you in the next 12 months. And a three is a good to know, and they're likely to refer you with more information. And if you can't score them, as they're not even nice to know, then remove them from your network. 
And this simple exercise for me just gives you that focus on your limited resources in terms of time and money, which we all have those limited resources. And once you've identified your network, diarise time to speak to them, to meet with your contacts, especially those that are rated four and five. And it should be that your objective is to move your contacts up that scale from that nice to know one to that referrer stage of four or five. And if they're not a five, what is it that you need to do next to move them up that level? Do you need to give them more information, more evidence? And how do we do this? Well, that's going to be different to each individual you deal with, but it's going to be a personal touch, knowing what is important to them and the application of your focus will move your contacts closer to that desired advocate, that key business influencer status. So in summary, know who you want in your network and the types of business that would be good for you to connect with. Utilize events to find those trusted contacts. Consider your elevator pitch to ensure that it grabs attention and encourages people to lean towards you. Be proactive to build on your relationships with that one to five scale in mind. Have more one-to-ones to build and cement the relationships. And finally, don't be afraid to ask, ask for either the introduction or for the engagement. And to finish this episode, I'm sure I'll come back to networking again in a future episode. But to finish this episode, I'd like to share my 10 tips to help you maximize your networking. So number one is to have more one-to-one appointments, which I've spoken about before. They're your opportunity to find out more about others and explain your offering in more detail. Two, educate people in your network about your business, your offering, and your benefits that you bring as a solution. Thirdly, break your business down so people learn more about what and how you do it. Four, share evidence case studies and testimonials as proof that you can deliver the promise that you're making in the networking event. Then consider to attend events, whether they're online or offline, but be consistent in building your relationships. So that may be consistent events that you're attending, but be in the room when you're at these events, especially online. I see it so many times where people are on online events and they're just not engaged with the the event that's going on. You also have to work at those events, not just turn up. Six is Do give referrals as well as expect referrals. And it's the human nature that if you give referrals, people will look for referrals back. And it may be that if you're in a group that you give referrals to some people, you don't get a referral direct back from them, but you get referrals from other people in the group because they see that you give. Seven is follow your nose. Where's the money? Where's the money for you? Where's the support that you need in that room? Eight is to be clear of the type of business that you're looking for. So be specific, paint a picture of what your network you can easily visualize so that when you walk into the room, you know the types of business you need to engage with. Number nine is are you saying the right things so that people understand what it is you do and how they can refer you or engage with you? And my 10th tip in these 10 tips is what do you need to do to develop those individual key relationships in your network? As always, I hope this podcast was useful and thought-provoking for you. I offer a number of free resources on my website, including my knowledge-based Q&A section, my blogs, my video snippets, where you'll find quite a lot of content referencing my favourite topic of networking. I continue to strive in helping you to develop your own business and have the return that your hard work deserves. Thank you for listening to this latest Step Change podcast from me, Mike Foster, The Entrepreneur's Mentor. Please subscribe to my podcast via your favourite app, And then when I release my next episode, you'll be one of the first to know.